Albert. Señor Macias. Como Hello, estas? sir. Hello, sir. <laughs> we did it. We made it I'm to okay. another week. Another week. You know, it was touch and go. It was touch and go for a little bit, but we made it. It was more only go for me. No touching. No <laughs> Not even yourself? I mean... Yeah, I, I dude, I can't even touch myself. It's crazy. This quarantine's gone too far. It's ruining everything. <laughs> my plans, my aspirations, gone. <laughs> so I, I, I so just, what's up with you, man? How you doing? I, good. I decided to give myself a little bit treat today. No menu, though, scheduled for today. So that's the treat? Yes, instead, nachos. Mm. Uh, not up. I can't remember the last time I had nachos. I was, I was talking to Damaris the other day, and she made nachos, and I was just like, oh, my God, that's what I've been missing. So I went out, got some nachos, instead of many of them. So I'm gonna be. But you are a big, you are a huge uh, nacho aficionado. It's true. It's true. You are. I, I can't wait for the day where I have my own nacho bu- buffet bar. Is that is that like the the wedding the wedding uh, food? Like everybody, okay, nacho buffet guys. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that's gonna be the the appetizer before the the thing. Now. Are you a uh, an, a shredded cheese guy or are you a nacho cheese guy? Um, like that drippy cheese. It depends on the nacho environment. If it's if it's baseball, I'm watching at Dodger Stadium. You got to go with the, the 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 queso. You know what I mean. Is there? A, do they offer? Uh, is there another option, or is that just your nacho? Like. I mean, you. you. Also, then you're you're not really choosing it. It's just that's that's what's readily available. Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, but that's standard baseball nachos, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not not looking for gourmet nachos there. And I can't. You know, I'm, I'm. I can't do a lot of cheese to begin with, yeah. but nacho cheese just doesn't appeal to me. I don't consider it cheese. Is it like it, a cheese byproduct. Is it because it looks like plastic? Yeah, if it hardens, it has like a, a, a layer of film on it. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> so you know it's good. It just, yeah, it just doesn't. It just doesn't cheese. Welcome to drinks to words by. Um, what are you drinking? Uh, Greyhound. Ah, uh, the Greyhound, the classic. Yeah, I picked up some grapefruit. I, I had to go to the store uh, yesterday, so I picked some grapefruit juice because I kind of wanted to get my old school, you know, my Sunday Greyhound in. Um, yesterday I did a little bit of whiskey. Today it's uh, a little bit of Greyhound. Did you do the the pink grapefruit? Yeah, I can't. I couldn't find white grapefruit. It's, it's difficult to find white grapefruit. Really? Yeah. So you're doing it with the pink grapefruit? 
you know, it's so it's a pink hound. It's just it's a pink hound. Is that how it is? Yeah. I don't know. I because mean, most actually, the Cove is one of the few places that has white grapefruit, like the white grapefruit. Everywhere else, they just have the pink because they don't they don't make the effort to buy the white. They just buy the pink grapefruit. So I'm pretty much you know. And you know, I you gotta be you gotta be very secure in yourself to be drinking a pink drink at the bar, like especially at a bar that nobody knows you. Everybody's gonna look at you like, "What's up, Fuck. <laughs> I'm pretty secure. I, I think um, I'm like one of the only guys that just walks up and orders a Cosmo, you know, from time to time. But where at? Are you? We talking the Cove, or we're talking no, somewhere else? Just anywhere, you know. Anywhere. Yeah, hey, I'm, not a, I'm not a I'm not a big martini guy. So, although I do enjoy a lemon drop, mm, yeah, those are delicious. I, I, that is that is one that is one very non Bond, very non James Bond martini that I can <laughs> I can get into. Or the the, the cucumber but, mint. Yeah, but, but, uh, I don't think I've had that. What is it? The cucumber mint. You know what? I, but you can always order it in, in a non martini glass. It just doesn't just never dawns on me because most glass. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. Can I get this? I, I wonder if, if if um we can create a new lingo where you order something foo foo. You know, like a Cosmo. You're like, I'll take a Cosmo, man it up. You know? And that'll mean, like... <laughs> I wouldn't go with man it up. you got to come up with something better. But I like that idea. Hmm. With something. You're going to... Uh, I guess you could just say on the rocks, right? Because it's a martini. It's not... It's, it's chilled. So if you go, can I get it on the rocks? Then they're forced to put it in food. Because they're not going to put ice in the martini glass. Although, if you ask for it on the rocks... I would probably, it would confuse me. So I'd be like, you want that in a martini glass? <laughs> I would, I'd be the person to, to ask. You still ask? Yeah. It won't really fit in the glass. <laughs> yeah, that confuses me. So David, big news. My special drink today. I got it a couple of days ago. Let's see if you can guess, okay? Hold on. Did you hear that? I heard a pop. I did. You guess? Did you happen to pick up the mango cart? I did. I did. There it is. I know my boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, where'd you pick up the mango cart from? Just um, the regular like store regular. or the uh, like? No, because uh, I got the twenty-four ounce. Because I don't drink enough mango cart to warrant a six-pack. I don't drink a six pack of really anything, you know. It's just like, oh, this is what I feel right now. This is so I always get like the individuals. You know, I think sometimes it's like you don't have to drink them all at one sitting, though. You know, it's like sometimes you're like you're there, like down the road, like three days later. You know, I just need like something. I'm just kind of, you know, that's why I I I, I try to pick up a craft beer every now and then, just to kind of a little break the monotony. Although I have cut down my drinking immensely. Um, you know, I still need to get the 
to vary it up, you know, and change it up a little bit. David, I'm excited to talk about our next topic, something that um, is very dear and near to me. Tomorrow is May 4th. Do you know what that means? May the 4th be with you? Yes, Star Wars Day. (laughs) And we talked about this last week. I was very surprised that David had never seen Rogue One. And uh, on Thursday when we talked to discuss the show, he told me that he's seen it. And I said, wait, don't tell me. We'll save it for the show. So now here's your forum. Go ahead. Your your review. Um, it's, it is not a standalone film. Like, if you haven't watched uh, 4, 5, 6, then it wouldn't make as much sense to you. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't watch the first three episodes and then watch the fourth with kind of like, or Rogue One with, with the same, the same like, aha, you know what I mean? Right. You couldn't go in that order and, and really have it mean what it means. Um, it was, I, and it's going to be a spoiler alert because you know what, too bad. Um, it's, it seemed like the perfect ending to the movie. Not to the series, but to the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, there was no, oh, God, they made it. <laughs> it was like, oh, all right. Everybody's dead, huh? Cool. All right. <laughs> it was a, that's a very, and I always, I always bring this up. That's why I like Asian films. It's a very Asian film ending. Because in Asian, like a lot of Asian movies, like it's like everybody dies. The good guy, the bad guy, like ever, nobody fucking like really wins in an Asian movie. Yeah, like it's it, American. American movies are very like you have to have the happy ending. You have to have you know so that you can have the sequel. <laughs> there are a lot of like like the the carryover characters in in Asian movies, and just like this one, like there were a lot of carryover characters because they all die, except for like you know Vader and the that frog lizard commander thing. What did you think of Forrest Whitaker? Uh, I don't. I don't think he was. Are we talking in general or in the movie? In the, well, in the movie, obviously. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think he. He was a very bit player. You know, he what he didn't have a lot of screen time. He aged poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. I didn't feel that he was, you know, like you could have got anybody else. You could have got somebody else to play that role. You know what I mean? Well, that role is a very, in the books, it's a very crucial role. So mm. it, it, it required just not some sort of, you know, it required a, 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 a kind of a big name for that. My favorite is when you. But I guess, I guess, yeah. But the book obviously is going to put is going to put a is going to put a lot more emphasis, a lot of more um, 
like detail into detail and stuff. Like the movie didn't touch upon it. Like, like I said, for me, it was like, it was like, all right, you know, it's Forrest Whitaker. It's Ghost Dog. My favorite line of his, and if I, if I ever have kids, I have to use it. When he's like screaming, he's like, lies, deception. Oh, oh, if I ever catch my kids doing bad shit, that's always going to be the opening monologue to whatever I say. Heathens? (laughs) Lies, deception. So one to ten, what what would you um, rank uh, Rogue One? Um. That's a tough one because, like, I really haven't watched the entire series. Like, I have not sat down. I haven't seen Solo. I haven't been able to sit down and watch one, two, or three, like, completely all the way through. And I have not seen seven, eight, and, uh, wait, is nine out or is it nine to come out, right? All those are out. Um, yeah. You know, um, I enjoyed it. Like I said, and I think it was the ending more than anything, um, Donnie Yen's character with his buddy, you know, the guy that had, like, the the machine gun, laser gun, and then uh, Donnie Yen being the blind. Yeah. Like, he, Donnie Yen had, had had my favorite line. When they put the bag over him, and he's like, really? Yeah. I'm blind. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. I was like, touche. <laughs> but uh, I guess I kind of... I. After watching The Mandalorian, and I, you kind of get to, you get to kind of, you know, attach yourself to the characters. Um, yeah, and I was a big Baby Yoda fan. Um, I think that Rogue One was a good um, change of pace, but it was also like, you know, it is what it is type of movie because again, none of those characters besides like Vader. Made it, made it, we're gonna, we're gonna be seen again. They all fucking died on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Scarif, by the way. So, I don't know. I, um, I dug it. I, I'm not, you know, there's certain times you watch a movie, you're like, why did I watch this? Like, I'm mad at myself. Yeah. But even then, some of those movies, like, okay, I got, I got some out of it. When Vader come, comes in and makes his appearance, isn't that the, like, greatest, like, thing ever? Like, and, and you see him kill all the rebellion, like, by himself. And, and I want you to think about this, okay? Because... The galaxy is so vast, and you've only heard tales about Darth Vader. And Darth Vader aboards your ship. And and keep in mind the theatrics, okay? Darth Vader is so awesome, he turns off his life support system in the dark just to make that surprise to those, those, rebel, to those rebels. The rebellions. Yeah, to the rebellions. <laughs> to the rebellions, you know? Like, the rebellionaries? Uh, yeah, the rebels. <laughs> you know? And, and now you're forced, you, uh, a normal human being, is forced 
to fight the baddest motherfucker in the galaxy. And he just has so much fun killing these rebels like like nothing. Like he's just walking, thinking about his taxes, you know, maybe thinking about his lunch for tomorrow. And it's it's it, it was cool. That's that's the Darth Vader that I want to see portrayed in movies. I would love to see a backstory of just him just just kicking ass. And he, like uh, the the more of the in between just of Vader and and how he became the the scourge of the space. Yeah. I think that'd be cool, and just him just killing every everything in sight, and blowing up a planet wasn't enough for you. <laughs> but he was that yeah, because he was badass before he blew up the planet, right? Because before the Death Star even, you know, came to fruition. And and you think like, how long does it take to build a Death Star? Um, I don't know. I mean, is is it being built by union workers or not? You know, that, that's the key. I mean, you have to, because, you know, you have to have union workers because you, I'm, I'm sure, you know, the the stormtroopers, you know, don't come in like, I'm a plumber. All right, you can be a stormtrooper as well, you know? And where does where does the waste go from space? Do they just launch it into space and just get shit particles floating in there? You know? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming, well, I'm assuming that they developed an ecosystem for all that. I'm sure their their urine gets uh, re-sanitized and turns into water, whether it's for uh, showers or, or toilets. In space, you have to reuse everything. So all that mm-hmm. is, is being, um, you know, reorganized and, and re repurposed yeah i'm just like how do you you know these are these are those 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 questions that nobody wants to ask because nobody cares you know but i want to know it's like where does where does where does space space poop go you know you gotta you know to get sealed away and then what do you do with the, with the space poop well i, I you're not planning, you're not you're not you're not you're not, you're not using it as fertilizer in space why wouldn't you <laughs> we don't we don't know what kind of 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 you know plant system that they have there, they might try to use plants as well for artificial um, air. I mean, this is what made the Empire so awesome. They were able to build a Death Star. I mean, you saw their trash compactor in, in, in Episode 4. They obviously did compact the trash. True. True, I didn't. I didn't think about that. But you know, where does it go? <laughs> I'm I'm sure it, when when whenever they use the Death Star, they must be like, well, let's put this in the beam. You know, like we got to get rid of it. I don't know. I always had a question, like why uh, why did the the Empire use Tie Fighters as opposed to the X Wings? Because I don't feel like the TIE Fighters are very uh, aerodynamic for flying. But yet they always, you know, kept in close quarters with the X-Wings. Maybe they um, 
they got a better deal on them. You know, maybe the the, 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 the maybe the X wings were a little bit more more. But if you bought, you know, Tie Fighters in bulk, then it'd be like, oh, we get a major deal. Well, I, you know, I think I think engineering wise, the X Fighters were better, but also, you know, they were rebels, so they didn't they didn't have like a lot of money. They were always in hiding. It's like, how do you like how do you guys afford these things? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the the oh. Uh, Leia, she was a princess. She has that Alderaan money. She wasn't like that. She had Alderaan money. You're gonna you're gonna supply the entire space force across. You know uh, all the planets that you have people on from one planet. I don't think so. Well, there was other planets tied. It wasn't just Alderaan. They were you know that's the reason why they were building the Death Star, so they can go to all these different planets and just. You know, you're either with us or you're against us. Yeah. So, that's why. Did you ever watch the the Family Guy Star Wars uh, episode? Um, I might have. It's been so long. I've seen so many different Star Wars episodes of of, of everything. They all kind of just merge into one another. Uh, what happens in it? Well, there was a, there's just a scene where, where where Stewie's playing Vader, and they're like a little yeah. There's a there's this tiny hole uh, where if you were to get a bomb in there, it'd blow up the entire ship. Like really? Because that's kind of like information like uh, we kind of need. To, you know, I would love to know. <laughs> and uh, can we get that plugged up? Like you're just gonna leave this empty hole, and that that you can destroy the, the Death Star. So uh, can we just kind of plug that up? We good? Can I you know, put a cork somewhere? <laughs> but now you know why. Now you know why that was there. Well, yes. See, and that's necessary. It's like you know, if you had this, Rogue One, wouldn't make as much sense if you'd not already watched four, five, six. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's the whole premise is you've already seen these movies, so now we're going to start prequeling the hell out of you. But what I'm saying is, like, your heart press, like, because then even the, like, the Clone Wars and all that, like, if you were to watch everything timeline-wise from, uh, in Star Wars, right. what's the very order. first, yeah, what's the first thing? Um, is it the Clone Wars? No, it's is episode it, one. Yeah. So episode one is really the no, because it can't be. Because then you have Solo and, you know, Solo's movie. Technically, that's before episode one, right? No, I have a I have a whole um, uh, art, article on the timeline. And, like, The Mandalorian is... Is right after Rogue One, I want to say, and then impossible, and then in between Episode Two and Episode Three is the Clone Wars. I'll, I'll look it up and, and I'll, I'll send it to you. I, I have it. I, I just I, I I'm hard pressed to believe that that uh, that Mandalorian was after Rogue One because. Only because Yoda was only fifty and was still a baby, and by the time 
you know. That's not Yoda, though. Into, that's not Yoda, though. That's Every, not the real Yoda? No. Everybody, this is what, this is the common mistake. Oh, here we go. All right. I'm, I'm getting some knowledge here. This because is, they, cause they, everybody deemed it as Baby Yoda, so. But it's not Baby Yoda. It's it's a, um, a Yoda-like it's uh, it's 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 that form. Like Yoda is a species, so it's it's his species as a, as as a baby. But nobody. But I, it, it made it weird because nobody knew what a Yoda was, and the original Yoda was was you know was already in the in the. What's the word I'm looking for here? He was already. Alive. He was already in episode one. Two. He was already in episode one, two, and three. He was in the yeah. the force. Yeah. So how does nobody know what this thing is? Well, it's a it's a I, it's a vast a, galaxy. There's fault in that logic. It's a vast galaxy. But he was part. Of, he was part. He was part of the Jedi. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm pretty sure everybody knew who the like. They had Jedi trading cards. So you kind of knew who you who was available in the Jedi in the Jedi you know crew. That'd be kind of dope, Jedi trading cards. <laughs> I'll trade you three stormtroopers for one Anakin. Yeah, but there's no way I'm trading my Anakin rookie card. Okay, okay, and I'll throw in um, a. A, let me think. Hmm. I'll, I'll throw in two Mandalorians. Well, because isn't Boba Fett like way after those? Because um, there weren't a lot of Mandalorians left by the time Boba Fett came around. Right. However, you know, I've had this discussion many of times with people. Um, Boba Fett is not considered a Mandalorian. He's an outcast from the Mandalorians. They they shun him. It's not cool. Why is this? Uh, some shit happened a, a long time ago, and they just don't consider him in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, this stuff matters. Okay, <laughs> this stuff matters. I just, I just want, I just want to get like the, the timeline, like because there you. You sound, you're trying to make it seem like you know everything, but I'm going to say there's going to be, <laughs> there's going to be some, there's going to be some, some things like, damn it, that doesn't make sense. They fucked up here. Because when you have this much elaborate story that's going back and forth, there has to be a point where, like, you know, uh, there's no way he had a Rolex watch in Braveheart. <laughs> you know, type of thing. I, I don't know. I, um, I'm sure Rolex was 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 huge. Huge, yeah. yeah. Now I'm looking up the timeline. Star. Oh, uh, you're looking it up. Yeah. In the movies. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Ah, yes. Here we go. Okay. Are you ready? Okay, it goes. Yes. Okay, for for us purists, for, for all our for all our listeners, <laughs> the, you know, here it is. If, if you're still listening, I mean, we've been talking 
30 minutes about Star Wars. So <laughs> I don't know if people have tuned out or not. But it goes episode one, episode two, and then in between two and three is the Clone Wars. Okay? Okay. Then after episode three, you get Solo, and maybe during that time you get the the Obi-Wan Kenobi um, saga. And then after that, I, I didn't know. That, I didn't know there was a saga. They they've been trying to make this um, um, Obi Wan Kenobi uh, series for a while because Ewan McGregor is an anomaly. He looks better now and younger now than when he did when he when he made uh, Star Wars. So they're they're trying to cash in on that. He's Benjamin Button. Yeah, essentially. Though the force is strong with him, so the Botox is strong with him. Exactly. So then, after uh, Solo, you get into um, Star Wars Rebels, which is another cartoon, and then right after that is Rogue One. Then you get Star Wars. Oh, this is interesting. You get Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. Return of the Jedi, then you get the Mandalorian. So Mandalorian is right Wait. right after Return of the Jedi. See, that doesn't make any sense. You would think that, that Yoda... I, so my thing is, like, why, why is the, the Empire trying to get baby Yoda? Because he's just like regular Yoda, except he's younger, and they're probably trying to, you know, get a better better model. Yeah, better, younger, sleeker. (laughs) Yeah, and Yoda dies. Remember, Yoda dies in uh, Empire Strikes Back. That's when uh, he uh, leaves. So, there you go. Well, so so what? Okay, well, yeah, we gotta get, we gotta get a topic because we're gonna, we're gonna have to have this. Uh, and we're just gonna talk about Star Wars for like the remainder of the show because I'm thinking like, okay, so then if it's if Yoda was his name, then what's the name of their species? species? I don't know, but that's why they created the the internet. <laughs> But yeah. But yes, I watched I watched Rogue One. <laughs> In conclusion, yes. I watched Rogue One. Hmm. I'm reading this. Oh, he's a, a Lan Lan Lanik. Atlantic? Yes. That is, uh, and their their homeworld is unknown. So that's that's interesting. The the and so, in order for this Mandalorian to have a baby Yoda, he must know where the homeworld of the Atlantics are. Well, no, he didn't even know what it was. They just said, 
like the those remember it in the Mandalorian, they just had a bunch of rebels who had it. So oh, okay. it was like they knew where where to get it from. And does every does every Lannick have the Force? Because they were saying that like that's two that's two Lannicks that we know, and they both have the Force. You know. Well, maybe next week we're just gonna have to get your cosplay friend to come on and talk to us about this. Oh, Natalie, I can hear up. Natalie, yeah. Yeah. We were having this conversation last week. We need we need more uh, insights. Yes. Um, we we have a big show for you today. Our next guest, I'm about to get on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna uh, give him a a call. We're gonna, we're gonna patch that in right now. Okay. Do it. All right. I'm gonna put you on hold and let's start calling as uh, we are. Uh... Oh. Yo, what's up, man? Uh, hold on, I'm going to. Uh... Merge the calls. And I'll, I'll be on standby. You are patched in. I am tapped in. Awesome. Good to be tapped in, brother. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. What's happening, Albert? How's your day coming along? You know, it's so early. When, I, when you wake up uh-huh. late, it's so early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I woke up super early, man. You know, it's kind of crazy. I've been waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning exactly for the past week, bro. It's driving me nuts. What time are you going to bed? <laughs> regulars, they're about, I mean, well, my regular time, like maybe 9, 10, around there. And I'll be, I'll be awoken by these crazy intense dreams, man. Like, intense dreams. Like, what? Like, like I should write these, these as movies, dude, as a script. Are you retired? Because that's uh, that sounds like 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 retired person's hours. Like I'm going to bed early because I'm waking up early. No, <laughs> no, not retired early. It's just um, you know, I've been going through a lot of crazy stuff. You know, personally with my mom and everything is did. You know, new reality that we have to live in. Uh, my mom, you know, she has cancer. You know, I spoke the last time that we were on, and she's been going through her. I think it's now her fourth stage. I mean, her fourth. Uh, series of chemo treatments yeah and just doing a number on her so plus she has a compromised immune system and i can't go over there you know for quarantine purposes yeah that, that kind of stuff just driving me a little crazy but overall you know we facetime stuff like that so there's some sort of connection but just you know no embracement no hugging you know so yeah. it's tough i mean it's yeah. It's like now more than ever, you know, immune systems are down and everything that's going on because people are still not following all the rules that they should be following. Yeah, yeah, it's a trip. Yeah, there was a well, – I had a crazy experience today. I go to uh, get pick a breakfast and I go to, you know, get a nice beer to enjoy, you know, for my breakfast. You know, got my noodle. And there was a homeless lady that went into the liquor store, and the liquor store owner says, "No, get out of here! You don't have a mask." She got all pissed. You don't want to, you know, you know, you don't want me to get food for me or whatever. And she walked out. I had an extra mask in my car. I said, "Hey, ma'am, here you go." Oh, she's just freaking unloaded on me with every cuss word and went to attack me. And I just saw a different side of her. I'm like, "Hey, you know what? I'm just trying to help you." 
And I'm just trying to get you a mask so you could go into the liquor store. And she just started, F you, F you. And I almost tried to rush me, bro. And I was just like, wow. You know, so now uh, I'm starting to realize that the homeless need help. They'll go to you for help. I'm not going to no longer offer help just because of that. I'm not going to put myself in danger. Let alone having to be a woman, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was pretty yeah. intense. And then, less than an hour ago, this happened. There's some there's some that, like, uh, that genuinely need help, and they'll, and they don't have the pride. They, you know, they, they'll accept it because they're like, dude, fuck it. I'm, this is how I'm living. I, I need to be, like, um, there's a guy that in that passes by the bar who's a little. I I hate to say it, but he's a little off. Like sometimes he'll just start yelling and going to fits. Sometimes he, he doesn't have uh, the right pants on, so you can see his ass while he's walking. Uh, but like I gave him, I somebody had given me some of those uh, um, Starbucks protein packs. You know those those box sets. Yeah, those yeah and those are fairly like, new, or they've been around. Um, I want to say they've been around for a minute. Like they have like like wow. one will have like a half a peanut butter jelly sandwich, some apple slices, and like an egg. You know, like a protein packs. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I'm thinking like protein powder mix. Okay, cool. Now I got gotcha. you. Yeah, and um, and he dude, he took it in. You know, he was he said thank thank you. You know, um, but other people they don't even ask for money. They just want cigarettes because they're you know and. I had this one, there was this one time where this, uh, I was walking with my friend, uh, I want to say it was Vermont in LA over by like Children's Hospital. Oh, okay. is that Vermont? It's Vermont, yeah. So Vermont, yeah, if you, if you, yeah, if you, if you go like past Children's Hospital, there's like, like a, a row of restaurants and stuff, you know, we were going to go eat on one of those like street restaurants. We park and we start walking and this crazy, like, this crazy, um, you know, homeless person looks at us and goes, she said, she was already yelling and she goes, this nigger and spick. <laughs> and we were just like, what? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and, and she fucking, then she like, she's yelling still and, and goes into the middle of the street and almost get hit by a car, you know, wow. into the karma. And, you know, it's like, dude, we're about to go eat. Like, if, if it came down to it, you know, we could have got to a meal. But you want to hate life and hate people around you, then there's not much, you know. That's on you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird, you know. The, the interpretation of, of the homeless comes down to either right at the immediate contact of interaction, that first encounter, or, you know, it's, it's crazy. You know, I've been homeless, living in my car for about nine and a half months. And it's kind of crazy. I, I worked three jobs at the time. Uh, worked at Whole Foods, Wells Fargo, and Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. And I, mean, I could have gone south, you know, could have gotten heavily into, you know, drinking, heavily into doing drugs or whatnot. I decided not to, but still kind of seeing that I'm still able to be in a car, so I'm technically not homeless. There is a temporary roof. But yeah, I still learned a lot of lessons, man. A lot of lessons, you know, uh, memberships at, at, at the Y or Gem for shower purposes and everything. There's a lot of lessons learned, man. A lot of lessons learned. But, yeah, yeah, because I mean, I've I've been there too. You know, I've was couch surfing for a while, 
you know. And I I luckily had a a very good support group, you know. I had a lot of friends that I had, you know, relationships that I had built up that, you know, people let me let me lay on the couch and stuff. So that's another thing that I always like look I look like what I mean, how bad did it get that you're that you don't have anybody to help you? Was it you know, an issue with drugs, with something else? Sometimes it just it's you know, I know the mental health but it's like sometimes like how are you here? Sometimes you just want to ask yeah. that question more than anything. And you kinda of get that and you can kind of get that answer when, when somebody goes like, oh, you know, do you want me to buy you food? Like, no, I just want money. Like, uh, there you go. But you're not that bad. If you're not starving to the point where you're willing to accept food, you just want fucking because you want to get high or something, that's, that's where, like, I can't help you. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just crazy because – just to go back to my situation, the reason why I was in that position – it's actually affected my entire family. My family was living in church property and uh, the pastor at that time kind of, I guess, what, I mean, I don't know the facts, but the facts were is that, uh, you know, the SHIT hit the fan and numerous families that were renting church properties had to leave because they had to consolidate a large recent debt that had happened. And we all, I didn't have adequate savings at the time. I was saving, but didn't, so I had to sell my 64 Ford Fairlane girl, 289 speech, uh, a small block engine, EM speed shifter, flow masters, 13 gauge steel, cherry red. I had to sell that, dude. And boy, uh, parting with that was very hurtful. It hurt big time. Jeez. But you had, had, had to, and I, yeah, and I had to, uh, I had to uh, buy with that money, uh, Ford Focus. And I got to get a transfer, got, ended up transferring to the wrong store. And uh, everyone moved to my sister's house. My, my mom, dad, and my sister, me, being a brother, had a little bit more pride where I don't want to, you know, have these handouts. So I said, no, I got this, you know. So I just stayed in my car. This is back when the PSP was, like, in, you know. So I was just watching two movies uh, over back-to-back. Uh, Big Trouble Little China and Fifth Element. That's the only two movies I had, man. And yeah, those those <laughs> movies I have those down on lock. Yeah, so they're good cool. movies. Cool. They're good movies. Yeah, they're great movies. Yeah, the replay value on that is extremely high. Every time I see it on the television, including commercials, I just leave it there and just watch it. Just chill, you know. Commercials give me some time to either get a refill of a beer or go to the restroom, do whatever, you know, make a sandwich. <laughs> so I mean, it was cool, dude. You know. I just learned a lot of lessons, so just bringing up that whole situation with that homeless woman, it really kind of struck a chord with me, like, man, you know, there's a lot of people out there that really need help that are not getting it, and contrasting it from where I'm at, my world could be completely turned upside down right now, but thankfully it isn't, but there's a lot of people that are getting so just completely eaten alive by the lack of finances, and there's 1,200 stimulus packages, it's like, you know what? I will give you a dollar fifty. It's basically a dollar fifty. You know what I mean? Because a thousand bucks is like it's like the new hundred. You know, it's like the new hundred bucks back in the eighties. Because a hundred bucks went a long, long way back in the eighties. And now I don't know. Just means that there's so much going on, man. And I don't have the answers for everything. The only thing I have to do is just take it one day at a time and help as many people as I can at the same time. Man. So that's that's currently where I'm at. 
And you've been really busy because ever since this happened, you have been on Instagram live like all the time and you constantly have guests every week. How's that been going for you? You know what? I got I got to say something, man. You know, it's um since okay, how it started. I listened into my buddy Richard uh Richard Parks the 3rd. He uh, he goes on his Instagram handle is uh Richard's famous. And I I known him through working with Gorilla Tacos. He helped write the Gorilla Tacos cookbook. And when I first met him, I had no idea this guy did such endeavors. And I just met him and through this whole thing going on, and then once the COVID happened, he did his uh, ferment fermentation class. You know, he taught fermentation and taught, you know, certain things and by certain people. I said, man, you know what? I'm about to lose my mind. Why don't I do something similar? So let me just work with my friends that I have on Instagram and people that I've worked with and just interview them and utilize that as a platform to kind of uplift, you know, the listeners or the viewers. That way... They can understand that everyone is going through the same thing. Everyone is is the same, but different. You know, everyone everyone's life is kind of specifically tailored to whatever choices they make and whatnot. And it just started off as that, and everyone reached out. And then I guess people have been listening in and, and tuning in and just being like, "Wow, you know, you need to have some really awesome and uh, inspiring guests." And I do right now. I have next week already covered, except for Tuesday. This Tuesday, I'm, I'm, do, I'm taking over Mexico in a Bottles Live for my cooking demo over at the Whittier Brewery this Tuesday. And some more chefs, some more wonderful people, foodies. And then the next week, I'm going to try and lock in because I'm going to be interviewing Ron Decor, LA's uh, hardcore godfather DJ, Steve Loria, a house DJ. I'm trying to get a hold of uh, Jacob, who goes by Theo, and a couple of other DJs for the second week of, of May. And the third and fourth week of May is going to be some other pretty cool, you know, guests, musicians, other DJs, and of course other chefs. So it's going to be pretty cool. It's 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 kind of growing, and people are inboxing me, enjoying, you know, and, and giving me words of encouragement. And hey, I just did it because I wanted something to at least take time, so I don't lose my mind, you know, with the COVID. Like I'm just like, oh my gosh. So it kind of helped me have some dialogue. So it's been going pretty good, man. I don't know what, what's your observation on that. Am I doing okay? Yeah, you're doing good. You know, I tune in when I can um, to to check you out. My only uh, concern is that you're just doing them live. You're not recording them, right? Yeah, I'm just doing it live. I'm not, no, I can't because I I'm just doing it over my phone. I don't have any of the devices to archive them. But I was told that if I would do anything else, that they would because there's a couple of people that came back for a part two or because people wanted to you know, hear more about their story. So I had a couple of um, individuals that went on for a second, some for a third time. So it's actually pretty cool. I just don't really have the, I mean, how to record it, you know. Maybe I could use your help to do that, man. Because it's, it's, it's a technology in an area of, of expertise that I really have no knowledge of. But if you need some help, you know, pan and some nice steak and pacing it and doing all kinds of stuff, for sure, I'll teach you to do that, no problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Um, uh, once this is all over and it's funny because like, like that week that the, the first week of the, of the lock of the, of the quarantine, um, I, I was trying to do a show with you, but we, we, yes. didn't, we didn't have a place yes. to go to. Luckily I had a, a show in the bank just in case. 
And I, I remember I didn't have a computer. And um, I, I just, there was just, that at that moment, I just, I was just a mess. Uh, because my computer went down and I, and I, I was so caught up on trying to do it at a place or at a location. And then, uh, the next week I was able to create a studio, get a, a, a just a real quick computer for everything. But, um, you know, because of that, like, I was always like, man, like I know I was, you know, I was supposed to have you on. So I was just, you know, wanting to have you back on again, uh, to kind of recompensate for that time but the reason why i wanted to have you on was because and and this actually makes all perfect sense now was because i wanted to play a, a quick game with both of you guys and okay i want you oh there's a 30 ass there's a what hello who's who, who else on here oh, no, david. Me, man. david oh hey what's up david man how you doing brother <laughs> You've been talking to David. Oh, what, are you doing? The story. what are you talking about? <laughs> the, the audio ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, cheers, brother. I mean, I'm having a Modelo right now, just kind of relaxing. Uh, I'm going to walk my dogs after this. and Yeah, dude. I'm sorry, man. Continue. Forgive me. It's cool. So I wanted to play a game with both of you guys. And I wanted to see what is in your guys' spice rack. <laughs> wow. Wow. Are you can't, you can't even, he can't answer that. That's my spices. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what's an edible spice rack. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I, 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 hey, you know what? Touche, David. That'll work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, he gets salt and pepper because that's all he uses for his name. Yeah, that's all I do. Salt and pepper is the basis of everything, so I don't give a fuck. I didn't. I, yeah. If he doesn't have salt, pepper, or granulated garlic, that's an issue. But, you know, if you have it, David, you're safe. I have that as well. <laughs> I've been uh, absolutely fascinated with, with spices lately. And I, I don't know what it is, but when I look at a spice rack, I don't look at a spice rack as spices. I look at it as as global domination. Because, yes. Well, it's true because, you know, when... People would conquer other territories where they would bring them slaves and then they'd also bring them spices. You know, spices were, were, was the key to the world and, and um, expanding that world. The, the, if it wasn't for spice, we wouldn't have the, the, the trade routes that we have now uh, through the sea. And that all began back in like the 1600s. That they started using yeah. the the sea j- only for spices. So if it wasn't for spice, we wouldn't have uh, the world that we may know today in, in, in the world of trade. But there were some it, spices that were. Oh, sorry. No, no, I was I was just saying like, you know what? It's like you hear spices and you think you know. So I, I don't know. I, I is it is it more now? Just people call them seasonings. Like, is it really a spice rack or is it a seasoning rack? Seasoning, because if you think spices, then you think like I have turmeric and like actual spice spice. Like that's different. Yeah, but you have like other things that aren't like. So they're not spices. They're supposed to consider like, like what is it? Garlic powder, uh, like, spice. It's more like a seasoning. Or oregano. I don't consider that a spice. It's a seasoning. Chef, <laughs> correct. <laughs> well, you know what? Both are both are correct in their in their in their vanish points. The series of certain. 
spices could be a seasoning. You know what I'm saying? So if you if you put a combination of salt, pepper, garlic, cumin, that in itself, those individual uh, spices, well, salt and pepper are considered a condiment, but that isn't the correct term. Uh, salt is salt, pepper is pepper, but they're technically used as seasonings because salt adds flavor, it adds, you know, umami to it. But yeah, a certain a, a certain combination of various uh, uh, spices could be considered a seasoning. You know, you can make like your own, yeah, you can make your own proprietary blend and it's a seasoning or it's a rub. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, I experiment right now. Right now I made a, a garlic pepper with a little bit of salt. And I do put, I'm not going to lie, put a little bit of MSG in there just to kind of add the bridge, bridging gap between them. And I'm not a lot, dude, but just enough to add that nice little Danny LaRusso crane kick to Johnny freaking Lawrence's nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but it's good. Uh, just for the record, I'll give a quick shout out to Spiceology. Spiceology is a really, really good uh, location for spices. They really make every single one that you got that you buy. They make them fresh, so it's it's like a made to order, and it's really really awesome. Like you can guarantee smell the purity of it once you get it. Once you open it up and crack it open, the ancho chili, the habanero crystals, it's really good, man. So I'm gonna try and see if I can have them send me something as a sample for you guys, and uh, see if I get you guys something. So yeah, yeah nothing I'll, 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 for <laughs> Biden, what was that? Nothing spicy for David. I have to keep all of the spices, like, out. Okay, nothing spicy. Okay. I'm sure no, I, I was, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't raised on spices. Like, you know, I'm not Mexican or, you know, and my mom never really cooked in anything hot, so it wasn't something that we grew up on. So when it came to spices by the time, like, you know, you know, a lot of your palate, I want to say a lot of your palate begins so young that you kind of learn things. You know, that's what's always given to so you have to adjust. But if you, you know, when you're older, you know, what is it? They say that your your taste buds change like every what five ten years. You know, so yeah, that is that is true. Yeah, so something you may not like, you um, you may like later later. Like you know, like I never ever liked beer, and there's still some beers that I just I won't try. But like you start to you know. You kind of change into that thing like uh, coffee. Like I drink it like black with a little bit of sugar, so you get a lot of more bitterness, you know. And I'm okay with that. A lot of people oh, yeah. can't take it. Like, yeah, they will not drink black coffee to save their lives. Wife included. You know what? I I could I could see. Okay, I could parallel. I I was raised with spices and everything, but there's certain type of spices that were unique to me, like Indian curry. Indian, you know, Indian spices. And I got invited to uh, Paru's Indian veg- veg- vegetarian restaurant off of Normandy and Sunset. Um, yeah, Normandy and Sunset. And, dude, uh, we ate there, and boy, man, I ate so much. It was so good. But I had no idea how that was going to translate inside my stomach. And <laughs> I had to, seriously, I had to, I, I was trying to eat it. That is David. Every time we go to my aunt's house, same thing with the Indian food. Like I have to have her make it not as spicy for him. But yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Awesome, I, but. 
it, it went in curry. It's going to come out curry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was walking to my car like if I was a senior citizen with a freaking walker with tennis balls so I don't slip. And when I got in my car, you you know when you get in your car, I'm on I'm on I'm on Vermont. I mean Sunset, and cars are zooming by. You know when cars zoom by, your car starts to move back and forth. Yeah, dude, that killed me, bro. I was dude. It was like all like I was. I felt so full, like up to my esophagus, dude. And I was just like, dude, any minute now, I could let it either fall out in one time, which would be very horrible and extremely non-pleasant to visually watch if you were a witness. So I decided to be a man and just relax and just put myself in the deep meditation as I can put myself in. And yeah, dude. Yeah. I never went back. It, it, it dude, it defeated me. Like I walked away a loser. I walked away defeated. Yeah. So Marie is no I joke. A, I have a story like that. Um, God damn it. What's it called? There's a burger place in La Habra. Uh, the G burger. Yes, G-Burger, off of uh, Lava Boulevard. It, 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 they got that burger that's like like a foot a foot tall, right? Oh, no. No. So they, yes. it's like it, it has like two two patties, pastrami, a grilled pineapple, bacon, peppers, <laughs> hot, and, you know. So this burger is huge, just like the Scooby sandwich, right? And mm-hmm. I used to have, I think I mentioned the last time to you that I had a food club. So we were there, and I didn't know we were going there. And I had already eaten earlier in the day, like breakfast, and then we went there for lunch. And I had to take down this massive sandwich. Like, I took it down. Like, it, it I ate it, the whole thing. and um, But I still had, like, burger, like you said, like, burger in my throat. And I was like, I never felt <laughs> pride and shame at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Oh, and I can come. <laughs> Just get me home. Just get me home. Yeah. And then occasionally you yell at a couple of, Mom. Yeah. Right. So we got a topic. So Adam wanted to get back. Uh, so spices, spice rack. I, I was like, why did you make him go into my spice? Uh, like, I don't have a rack. I have a cupboard. So I was like, why did you make him go into my cupboard? He's not allowed to touch that. <laughs> well, offhand, I have I have quite a bit of spices, bro. From from anise to za'atar. So A to Z, dude. What are your staples? What are like three things, spices, condiments, these things that you usually use in your food? That are in salt and pepper. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, well, obviously, granulated garlic, cumin, paprika. I like Spanish paprika. Uh, I like to do a little bit of uh, uh, turmeric. Turmeric's good. I like to put turmeric rice. Turmeric on my chicken. On my chicken, I like to um, put salt, pepper, garlic, granulated garlic. Because granulated garlic, it it incorporates as a marinade a lot better than garlic powder. And there's more garlic than granulated garlic. And then I put, I just drench it in turmeric and lemon juice. Let it sit. You know, for at least two hours. That way, the salt and all the all the uh, other seasonings penetrate through the through the chicken. And then, yeah, you got some damn good uh, chicken. I like chicken thighs when I marinate those. Chicken breasts, yeah. it's, it's 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 difficult because it's easily overcooked. 
And as long as you have a thermometer on deck and you cook it to like 157 and you let it sit, it will cook thoroughly and it won't be as as dry because I've, I've noticed I that. It could... I don't have a thermometer. What I usually do is just brine my chicken breast for like 30 minutes prior to cooking. And then I just kind of wing it from there. But it's always come out good, right, babe? Yeah. It's, it's always like reheated juicy the next day. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, you know what? Brining is always good. I did a dry brine. I spatchcocked the chicken, and I just put a nice coat of salt on the front, especially over all the skin, and I flipped it over inside, and I just let it uh, open face. I put it in a container, but uncovered overnight, and I guarantee you, man, you cook that in either an oven or a barbecue, you will have chicken skin chicharron. I mean, that would just, you could just rub <laughs> your fork or your knife over that. It's like, rah, rah, rah. Oh, it's just the best. Like, you'll eat that skin guaranteed before the chicken. Yeah, I, I have it's to talk to you about that. I've never done, like, a, well, no, I did a dry brine for, like, a turkey, but that was also my first time ever cooking a turkey. So, you know, hit or miss. But I need to talk to you about dry brines. I've only ever done wet brines. Yeah, wet, wet brine is good. Wet, wet brine is good, but I'm starting to uh, admire dry brining it's, it's it's a lot better yeah it's it's really good yeah no problem for sure anytime yeah that'd be that'd be cool yeah i could be more than welcome to give you give some pretty cool uh recipes especially ones that i know and uh yeah spice that i like is zahatar zahatar and, and um uh, uh sumac sumac is a uh more like a middle eastern style uh, like a berry, it's really, really good. It's a strong, strong flavor, very aromatic. It's really, really good on onions or seafood. Like if you're doing a Peruvian style seafood with red onions, put a little bit of sumac on there, a little bit of oil. God, I want Peruvian food right now. What's that? I said, like, God, I want Peruvian food right now. I haven't had Peruvian food since you went down to San Diego. Oh, nice. Have you been to Misky Misky? That Peruvian ceviche spot. Dude, I, I love that spot. Yeah, it's they they have really good ceviche. I like their um, arroz con pollo there because it's not bone in chicken like most places. So you know you get you have to like worry about like slowing down. Yeah, slowing down. You just shove it all in. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, the lomo salado is really good there. But um, there's a place in. Uh, Cerritos or uh, Norwalk? Is it? Well, it's across from the Cerritos Mall. Um, it's called El Rocoto. It has the best Anticucho de Corazón. That's like really good. Yes. Ah, looks like you just we'll, we'll, go, we'll go one day. You know what? We'll we'll get together one day. We'll head down down there when all this is said and done. Yeah, for sure, man. Definitely, man. I, I think I think once once everything goes back to normal. I know people use the word new normal, but it'll, it'll go back to its, its original state. That's how the human, human, uh, race kind of has that resilience towards things. Just gotta let this, let this ride. And hopefully our health habits will iron out. Hey, you know, it's so crazy and ironic that all these fast food spots are open for the public. Hey, get yourself that big neck guy. Oh, hey, get that whopper. Get that double, triple, freaking seven fly. Burger, you know, it's just, it seems, it seems contrary towards what we're trying to do. I think right now what we should be doing 
is focusing on having your own garden in, in the backyard or on the balcony of your apartment and just start really understanding, you know, our, if our health is being attacked, why not strengthen that? Strengthen the immune system. Get a little more healthy. And there's none of that going around. All that's going around on the on the on the news is wash your hands, wear a mask, keep your distance. Not hey, boost boost up your immune system. Take some vitamin C, echinacea, buy a multivitamin. None of that's even being projected right now because you know they want. I don't know. I, uh, I mean, I'm gonna shut up right now because <laughs> I no, can really no. go I, deep. I feel I feel you because I mean we. I, 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 me and her, like, we're both, we're both asthmatics. So, uh, a disease like this, you know, a virus like this could really do a number. And, and she has immune issues. And, um, so we've tried our best to stay, you know, as protected as possible. We have our, our medications. We have our allergy medicines. She's taking vitamin C every day. I, uh, I went to, uh, a multivitamin, you know, getting up their age. I was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start doing the multivitamin. Uh, I wanna, you know, gotta make sure. I wanna start walking more. Uh, cause, yeah, I've, I'm not gonna lie, I've let myself go. I didn't know, cause, you know, we're, a lot of my work is done at a bar, and bars are not gonna open up for a while. So, I'm still gonna be at home. So, even when, when they start opening up some restrictions, it's not gonna be the bars, cause it's too, just, too close proximity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so. it's just, it's the same thing as hey, right. you know what you're you're right. Man. You know what I gotta say. You're a sharp. You're a sharp cat, dude. Both you, you and Albert, and um, yeah, the the other guests that I've seen you guys have, you know, it's it's pretty cool. I like I like where you guys are going, man. I want to take this time to say that I like what you guys are are, are doing, and if there's anything to me to, to help. Oh, I, I I I would like to send you guys some guests that I had over to you guys. Um, maybe you guys could do something like this over the phone or um. Maybe you can record over IG Live. I don't really know, but yeah, I, I, I told myself like uh, all the people that inspired me to do this, I would like to share my guests and my list of contacts. Dude. Are you guys okay with that? Like sending you guys like like Mir or sending you guys a couple of chefs your direction. But of course, nice. I totally consider it done, man. That, that's my homework for the week. How many? How many? How many? How many guys do you have lined up? Um, we tend to play it by ear. Um, okay. Like he gets a guest, I get a guest because that's what we're trying uh-huh. to do right now. Um, okay. Our first couple shows when we started doing this was just you know our our bar family. So that's kind of where we've stuck to. We we'd love to branch out. Yeah, man. I, I yeah, I think I'll, I think that'll be good, man. I'll, I'll do everything I can to send people your way, man, for sure. But man, it's just irony, man. It's just a beautiful day. I'm in the garage right now, looking out. Emerald green trees and leaves and grass and blue sky, you know, butterflies. Like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's starting to heat up. Um, it sometimes it, it feels very, what's the word? I'm like restricted. You know what I mean? It's like you want to do more, but you can't. And I think people are, that's the, the stir crazy that people are getting to. It's like they just can't do what they did before. Yeah. Especially when now the beaches are closed, you know, everything's like it's been on a complete lockdown. Yeah, that's so <laughs> that's just so crazy. It's like being in prison, but yet you can see all the beauty outside and you know, it's like it's like a modified house arrest. Like you could go 
such as don't go where you normally go. You're not allowed to go to your favorite bar. And the Cove is actually my favorite spot since I moved. Since I moved into the area, I love the Cove. The, 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 you know, and you were the first. You were yeah, actually you were the first person I had to go to. Hey, <laughs> you, you were the first person I had to go to in order to go to the Cove, man. So it was cool, man. Yeah, it was definitely cool, dude. Yeah, no, we appreciate you. We appreciate all, all uh, you know, the the new, the old, the cold family. You know, it's um, I always, I always say it's it's a dysfunctional family. You know, you know, people get along, and I know, like on Sundays they'll have like potlucks and stuff like that sometimes. So. You know, it's like yeah. everybody comes together because everybody wants to go. And this is this is where I spend a lot of my time. I want to be a part of, of things. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, we appreciate you. We appreciate you wanting to some guests our way. Yeah, that'd yeah, be for really sure, great. Man. Absolutely. Um, yeah, consider it done, man. Oh, okay. So now that we've gone through the spice racks, right? I want uh-huh. <laughs> the the reason why I bring it up is because I just found out what is. The oldest spice. Can you name that spice? The oldest spice? Yeah. Um, besides allspice? It's, it's probably older than that. And by the way, allspice, that's crazy. How can it be all the spice? You're fitting every single spice into this? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I knew you were going to catch that before the pitcher threw the ball, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Serious, dude. <laughs> um, dang, I mean, shoot. Is this something simple or is it not something simple? Is it like we're we just like overanalyzing this question? Albert? No, no, no. no. I think I, I think he has he has something here. Because um, this is this. Wow. I mean, you got Zahatar. Um, uh, I know cinnamon has to be one of them. Um, what else? Um, Garlic, ginger, nutmeg, cardamom. So, but you got to pick one. You got to pick one. Jeepers. The oldest spice. I'm I'm thinking, see, now it's like, because you have, I'm overanalyzing this, like, okay, so where are we basing this out of? Like, what is considered? Are we? Are we? The yeah, internet. What country? Is this, is <laughs> I base this on the internet. No, but you know, what oh, I mean? I like, know. you know, it's like people's belief as to where where things started and like what's the spice from this area. Um, Jesus. The, no, Jesus was not a spice. They they tried to, but. It, uh... <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm with him on something simple and like dry, like cinnamon. Annabelle, is that your I final answer? Yeah, I know. I, I know. I know. Cinnamon, yeah. cardamom are one of the at least. You got to pick one. Uh, you got to pick one. I mean, I, I, I would. I would say. I would say cinnamon. Okay, David. Um, I'm gonna say curry. Yeah. Wow, that's good. That's good. Okay, because a lot of them, a lot of them stem from India, bro. And but that's where, like, I'm thinking, like, the first because everything would always be fresh. So the other option is to dry something. So the first spice has to be a dried something, which is like cinnamon. And the correct answer is cinnamon. 
Really? Yeah. Uh, 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 holy shit. Okay. I thought it would be like cardamom. But yeah, cardamom or, yeah, cinnamon, ginger. You know, like the, the, the roots and bark spices. Well, but the root, I mean, I don't think they consider a spice if it's still fresh. Actually, it could be fresh. A spice could be fresh. It could be fresh? Yeah, because you could use um, just regular sage. It's, uh, yeah, that's the, okay, well, spice is, yeah, it's in a dry state. Yes, correct. Not no, fresh herbs. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm correcting myself. Okay, yes. okay, yeah, that, that, that was my thing. I, I thought, like, what's not fresh that you slowly yeah. And it's always that was, a good, that was a good question, man. You really made me stretch my brain out a little bit. Well, yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> All right, Annabelle with the win. What do you mean? You got it too. Yeah, Chris got it too. Oh, yeah, but but I was I was I was actually leaning towards more cardamom, mm. cardamom or cumin, you know, one of those. But yeah, cinnamon was definitely on the roster. But I said I said cinnamon because that's probably one of the most well used, widespread. Um, Price, and it's always and you can tell by my answer that I don't cook. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's always so funny. Albert, you're a good guy. Right? Yeah. I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> Albert, you're Albert, you're a good guy. I don't care what David says, man. <laughs> well, well, you should okay. care. My dad, always, my dad always says that to everybody. Yeah. You know, hey, Chris. He's not too bad, man. Like, he goes to my friend, hey, Isaiah, you're a good guy. I don't care what, what, what Chris says about you. Right in front of me, too. <laughs> my, my, my retort to always out is, is, well, whatever they're saying about me is, is true. So just, you know, they wouldn't lie to you. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> so, so no, but be- you guys are, you guys are really dope. You guys are a dope dynamic duo. Thanks. <laughs> And uh, you right know, on, man. yeah, we've been doing the show this entire time, uh, you know. So it's been uh, it's been a, a great experience uh, for us, and uh, I kind of even like the the uh, the format where it's like being David for like thirty minutes or so, and then we we bring uh, the next person on or, or whatever. Whereas at the bar, it's it's always us with the guest, and it's just full interaction immediately. So um, it'll be interesting to see oh, yeah. what happens after, you know, if, if we keep it like this or, or what. But um, it's 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 been a good time. So we so we are all in our separate homes, right? Yeah, David and and, yeah. and, and you're in your separate place, and Albert, you're in your separate place. Yeah, yeah. Albert Albert uh put all the everything together so that he could uh, still run it from his house, from his makeshift studio, and we're just calling everything in. You know, we're still able to get it all done that is cool hey albert uh you live in cutahay right no 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 i live in west covina california no no i know that i just i just like throwing cutahay out there oh <laughs> you're you're, just, you're one of those you're one of those uh i'm one of those yeah well because i albert, dated some girl like a crazy ass girlfriend you're like i'm from west covina california <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh uh i'm hooked on that show it's a great show big time Are you Yes, I am. I love that show. I love that it's a musical too. Like I'm one of those old school because I'm not gonna lie. Growing up, I was in I was in plays. I did you know I did sing and I just like that shit. That shit's freaking dope. And I am shedding new light. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the nasal uh, compression strain to hold their last right now. I don't I don't hear any of that, so that's good. 
the 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 crazy guy's girlfriend the uh for they had a club on there called the Scorpion or a bar, and they actually uh-huh. were thinking about uh, using the cove. Like they came in the you know before the series began to shoot, uh, looking at bars, uh, you know to use. But I don't think they ever made one. I think uh, it was they just rented a a room out and turned it into a bar or something like that. But the cove was considered. Yeah, well, you know what they do. It, yeah, they do film over at the, uh, was it Big League Dream Store? Yeah. Yes. That's really dope. That's really dope. And, yeah, that girl, she's, she's kind of, she's crazy. Yeah. She's crazy. Rachel Bloom. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. And just knowing that, like, it's all literally West Covina in there. Like, they're using everything 100% West Covina. Except for maybe the what the scorpion bar is that scorpion bar like fictitious? Yeah, yeah, it's it's fictitious. They, they were looking, they were either thinking about the cove or the royal that they were going to use, but um, at the end, I think they just for a minute I thought they were using the chatterbox because it looked like the chatterbox, but it, they they weren't. So I'm like, well, that leads me to believe that it's it's just a fictitious room. Well, they were using the chatterbox. That is Covina, California. <laughs> I, but nobody knows that. No, you know, people watching well, uh, it, you know. Geographical legend. Because, <laughs> you know, because everybody in Covina, West Covina would call it out. That is not yeah, Covina. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, wait a minute. That's located in Almani. <laughs> that is so funny, man. And then of all places, West Covina. Yeah, ever since I saw the first episode, I'm like, this shit's fucking hard. <laughs> Were, were you doing what I, I was like, I know where that is. I know, but like their office building was at the lake. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I delivered, I, I delivered food there when I was working for, uh, Grubhub at business. <laughs> to, to the set or just to just the, one of the lakes businesses there? Well, just, I went into the main office and I just said, Hey, this is for Danielle. And I just, boom. And yeah. She was nice, dude. Um, the girl. Uh, well, they filmed Good cool. Burger in West Covina. Yeah, at Peter's El Loco. They filmed, yeah, they filmed, yeah, they filmed all that in uh, West Covina. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a trip. Come on. We're famous. <laughs> So, um, lastly, I, I know I know you got to go walk your dog, so uh, I'm not trying to uh, keep you uh, uh, too long. But uh, one, no worries, no worries at all. Okay, um, I wanted to talk to you. Um, you know, we already talked about spices and whatnot, but uh, I was talking. I was talking to somebody the other day, and oh no, it was an interview that I was doing with, with uh, a musician, and. We were talking, he was, he was telling me what he was eating, and he's like, yeah, I'm eating a burrito from the next day, and he's like, it just tastes so good, and I was telling him, I'm like, what is it about leftovers the next day that they, they usually taste a thousand times more better? Is that just me? No, that's oh, no. David, no. 100%. I am huge on leftovers, <laughs> huge, <laughs> so am I, so am I, and there's reasons for that. And here we go. The reason why leftovers are a lot better or taste a lot better 
is because of food and everything is incorporated and everything is marinated and it becomes concentrated, especially if there's salt. So it goes throughout the whole food. So yes, it, food, food the, the next day is better. It is 100% better. When you make cocido or when you make abonigas, when you make soup, it tastes good when you first make it, but it tastes 100 times better when you reheat it again the next day because it's chili, you know, juices, it's, yeah. it's marinated, so the, 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 the flavor is more concentrated. I mean, there's so something I can, that... I can take you over there while we're well. marking my dogs. What's that? I could take you guys. I could take you guys while marking my dogs. Okay, no problem. I mean, sure. Yeah. Here we go, ladies well, and gentlemen. We're about to go they... walk dogs. There, there it is. <laughs> this, this might be the first we... uh, show ever to have everybody in different places, and and we're walking dogs. So I think we just walking dogs. We just broke some sort of uh, a barrier in the podcast world. So thank you. Yeah, the fourth wall has been broken. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, um, but the, like, so, yeah, there are, I do believe I do. don't repeat well. You know what I mean? So, it's like some food tastes really good the next day. There's some food that just you can't, like, you can't no, repeat everything yeah. the next day as well. Yeah, like McDonald's french fries don't taste good the next day. Oh, wait. That's because you're not doing it right. See, oh, there's a there's, there's a, a way to do that? Yes, yes. I, 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 I found this out. Is that us leaving the door, leaving, <laughs> walking into the outside world? Um, I just heard your your door. It was great. Um, you just heard my door right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like yeah. we're walking out into the outside world. Oh no, that's the garage door. I'm gonna be walking my dogs right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, it's it's a whole theater of the mind, you know. Um, to everyone listening. So okay. So the the key to fries the next day is you have to bake them in the oven. And they're only good for about four minutes. You have a good three, four-minute time window. <laughs> but they taste fresh. They air taste fryers. good. Air fryer. Air fryer works. Air fry. Oh, air fryer will work just as good? Yeah, air fry the fries. They actually work. If they taste just wow. as good? Like, just as good. Yeah. Well, if you don't have an air fryer like me, use an oven. So, <laughs> I love it. I love how you rub it in. Well, if you don't have an air fryer like moi, <laughs> I just I just have a little. Um, sorry, sorry, you guys are bougie. Yeah, the bouge factor I use <laughs> very. Uh, We're not bougie. <laughs> the bouge factor. The bouge meter just went up one point. Yeah. Well, it's you know, like my my kitchen is extremely humble. It just has a small little toaster oven. I have um, like a little skillet and then a, a vegetable steamer. That, that, that's it. I love toaster ovens. I'm huge on toaster ovens. Yes, toaster oven and the, the small little DiGiorno, DiGiorno uh, style is just really, really good, man. DiGiorno style pizza, like on the French bread, Dunzo. Oh, man. Be, you know, before um, I was a. A, a a bread and um what's the word I'm looking for? I just I I was I was I was I was racist towards the bread ends. I'm like what 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 am really I, yeah. I was like what what am I gonna do with the bread end? Like 
what what good is a bread end? I I never saw the good in the bread end until later. Well, hold, on, what were you going to say? Hold on. Oh no no, I was struggling with that. Until later on in life, where when I was working at a cafe, and they were throwing tons of bread ends, you know, away, and I'm like, shit, man, I'm like, they're throwing bread ends. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what can I do with these bread ends? So I started taking them home because I'm like, well, if you guys are going to use them, I'll take them. And I started uh, to make pizzas out of them, like mini pizzas. And that just, what? yeah, and it just, it, it just blew me away. And ever since then, I've turned the corner and I've, I've accepted bread ends into my life. Like it's a religion. Yeah. I've accepted bread ends into my life. Yeah. Everybody said, Albert, you're bread ends. Yeah. <laughs> So I what, use them on your shit. I use them on a loaf. Really? Well, what do you usually do with the bread ends? Um, I wait what am I using my bread ends? Oh, I do. I wait till there's no more There's no more actual slices, and then, okay, this is what I'm left with. Okay. But I, I'll make a sandwich. I'll make, you know, put some fucking butter and then some eggs on top and then, you know, like a little, a little toast. Go. Hold on, real quick. Are we in a car? Like, are we in a car? Are you still walking the dogs in the car? Yeah. <laughs> what is going on here? Here we go. Sorry, guys. Let's go. Are we in a car? No, no, no. You were. I had to move my, my, my car really quick. Okay. And now, look at I've done, done everything. I've done. I'm walking my dogs now. I'm in my car. All while being interviewed on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to a post-COVID world. Yes, exactly. So, um, Chris, what are your recommendations for bread ends and, and, and your thoughts on them? For bread ends? Yes. Well, you should never go on with the baguettes. Um, what I do with the bread, like like the loaf of bread that's going bad. What I'll do is I'll just go ahead, put them in the oven with some olive oil, and make your own croutons. Have you ever done that before? The the ends of the like the loaves that you buy at the store. Yeah, yeah. They have turn turn them into croutons. Oh wow! Yeah, turn them into croutons. Yeah, that's 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 what we that's what we did at Whole Foods. Like everything, everything at Whole Foods, it's always like everything is never wasted. Like even the bones and all that, they get stepped out to be turned into makeup. So what? yeah, yeah, all the yeah, bones from all the animals. That's what makeup is. Makeup is animal uh, cartil- uh, uh, cartilage. Yeah, collagen. Yeah, Isn't that in gelatin the- too. Yeah, that's what Jello. Do you know? You know, Jello is 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 like fucking ground up bone marrow, right? Like ground bone. Yep. Uh, I did not know. I thought it was just Jello. <laughs> I thought it was just this <laughs> scientific breakthrough. I thought it was Jello. Yeah. <laughs> Jello is not is not vegan. It's not. No, Jello. No. Jello is not vegan at all. Even if it tried to go into a vegan contest, it's gonna lose. Wow. You know, I I always thought makeup was its own spice. You know what I mean? Like they just got it from like a root or something like that, and you know that's how they they did it. 
I had no idea it was bones. Well, they also need something to like hold it together, just like gelatin. Which well, it's is a why powder, though. Yeah, but it's a powder. That's. Oh, you're talking about powder? Yeah. Anytime I think of makeup. Oh powder, yeah, you can just dry it, and then it can be reactivated with water. Yeah. Oh. Crazy. Yeah. Albert's mind has just been blown. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I might need a drink. <laughs> I just I just finished my mango cart, so I'm all out of beer. Uh, yeah, man, I, I, I'm working my beer out by walking. And when I get back, it's gonna be Paloma time. Ooh, a nice Paloma. You you got the squirt? You know what? I got ruby red squirt, bro. I oh, think wow. that's a little better. A little modified. A little modified. Put so a little bit of bitters in there. Take it to another level. Wow. Bitters too. Wow, that actually sounds uh, intriguing. Yeah, just uh, just like uh, just like two dashes, just boom. That's it. And then, if I want to get too nice, you know, three three or two spears of uh, peppermint or spearmint. Ten oh. spears, ten spearmint. Oh. <laughs> This is this is a true cocktail here. This is this is just a drink. It's a cocktail. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so cool. Um, I don't know if you want, but on Tuesday I'm doing a live demo to raise money for No Us Without You. Uh, I'm going to be taking over their live uh, their Instagram live starting starting at five o'clock. Okay. okay. If you guys want, if you guys want to tune in to, on Tuesday on Cinco de Mayo. I'm going to be doing a live cooking demo, making uh, tacos for Taco Tuesday. Nice. Okay, let me check my calendar and see if I'm available. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've been wearing clothes, guys. Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah. Shocking, I'm available. I don't know, I don't know. It's like, Albert's like, no, I have to shower that day. I'll be busy. <laughs> During that hour, I'm doing a deep scrub. That's my, that's my exfoliation day. It's my, my one day I wash my hair. That's my hair day. I'm sorry. I cannot do this. So, so they're letting you go into a, a restaurant and, and, and play with their stuff or what? How, how's this going down? Oh, um, it's going to be. Basically, it's, have you ever been to uh, the Grand Central Market or Bodega Louie in downtown? Yeah, I think I have. Yeah. It has that kind of style of setting where there's multiple cooking stations. It's only going to be me, um, uh, my friend Aaron Melendres, who's uh, one of the guys behind No Us Without You, and he also works for Bala Hospitality. And another one uh, is my friend S.S. Ochoa. He's a really good chef, dude. He's been on uh, Netflix's uh, Final Table, and uh, he's going to be helping me. Um, he's actually going to be my sous chef. Like, I'm going to tell him what to do. So it's like, what? Can't can't really do that. That's kind of a hard thing for me to do. But he was willing to help me out. I've, I've worked with him for many a time, so he's doing me a favor. And yeah, so we'll be from five to about six. All we're going to do is just make two tacos, of course, side of rice and beans or whatnot. You know, nothing too crazy, and a cocktail from mezcal. A mezcal cocktail. That's going to be all done by uh, Aaron Melendres. So it's pretty cool, man. It's going to be cool. And hopefully, you know, it's $33, and that's going to feed a family of four for a week. And these are all to go towards um, non-documented workers in the restaurant industry that are not getting subsidized. No stimulus packet, 
no unemployment. So, yeah, those that are getting hit hard are going to be uh, uh, fed. How you doing, guys? Sorry, walking with see my neighbors and friends. Have Have you ever thought about doing your own cooking show? Um, like you know what? Everyone, every, everyone's always told me I should, and I'm trying to figure out how can I go about that because you know it's going to take some money, it's going to take some uh, some commitment. I got to figure out what. So I might do some like maybe some test pilots, you know, some pilot episodes, and see what see how how I could do it. Might see like maybe get some sponsorship and stuff. So. Yeah, I think well, I, I have a. I actually have a uh, a friend who it's tough right now because the way the economy is and everything that's going on right now. He's actually trying to start his own uh, like uh, streaming service. Oh no way! Yeah, so he's looking for content. So he hit me up for like show ideas and things like that. So you know. Um, He's waiting on some funding, so if it all goes through, I could, I could definitely link you guys up. Dude, that'll be great, man. That'll be great. And I'll have you guys there as guests too, like you guys did. So eat the food that I make after. <laughs> Deal. Yeah, you know what? You can you can do it as a um, a cooking slash talk show. You have your guests there, like talking to you while you're cooking, talking about food, talking about life, and then they taste the food. So that's actually not a bad idea. Dude, I could have, like, other chef guests talk to them, get their story, and then maybe the last half hour put something together. That's a good thing. That's good, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ideas, ideas in motion, guys. Ideas in motion. Yeah. Man, I wish I was yeah. with you guys having a beer right now, dude. That, that, that sounds so cool right now. I mean, technically, you are. You know, you you know. I mean, yeah, you were. You were. Yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm walking my dogs. Yeah. Still on a podcast, enjoying yeah. this nice day. Yeah, I rarely go out. Yeah, man, this is freaking cool, dude. I'm I'm enjoying this, man. Thank you guys. You know, for this opportunity again, man. I'm not taking these for granted. So uh, uh, you know. We appreciate you coming on. This this is uh, you're actually a second time guest. You're, he's like nice, a fourth time dude. guest, I think. <laughs> he's, he's like a fourth time. Well, yeah, because you know there was one that I missed, right? So, yeah, this yeah. is third time. Oh, that's right. Hey, man. Hey, everybody. Alex is going for the record. Remember, remember, freaking uh, the last Starfighter. Yeah. When he was playing that game. Yeah. Before he gets picked up by Centauri. Yeah. That go for the record. Done. That yeah, it does. It definitely does. No, yeah. no. Yeah, we need to find. You know what? We nope, not redone. Then now it's Rogan. Okay, wait. What? what I would love to see is Alex Rogan playing the role of Centauri. Remember, he was he, he stood there on Rylos. He stood on Rylos. He he took Max yeah. with him, and his brother Lewis is still there on Earth. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe Lewis's son. Is a gamer and they release it because remember Zuer escapes in the pod. That's right. Yeah, dude. Yeah. If that happens, bro, and I, I would love how they modify the Gunstar, and then with the Kill Blossom, dude, that's a guaranteed throw-up move right there. 
at Kill Blossom? Remember the last resort? Yeah, the, just the, the, the spinning laser gun fucking action? Yeah, that was dope. Dude, I do not have a stomach to do that, bro. Well, that's why it's a last resort. It's like, okay, you're going to die, so you might as well uh, throw up, you know? Yeah, exactly. I'm throwing my space suit. Yeah, yeah, government slippy soup. <laughs> so I picked the wrong day to eat MRIs. <laughs> or MREs. Yeah, I'm like, MRI, what are you, you're getting surgery too? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I wanted to get your thoughts on this, and I, I just found this out, but David had a sidekick. This is when the sidekick phone was like the end-all, be-all. Oh, <laughs> you mean that telephone sidekick? Yeah, I yes, thought, the telephone sidekick. I thought that was the evolution of what the phone was gonna be. You know, I was like, man, I, I could see the, the the phone turning into that, but it didn't. It it, it turned uh, into not a sidekick. Yeah, it's that one that kind of like flipped the screen around, yeah. right? Like you did like a little like a little index finger action. Yeah, yeah, and you had the full yeah. keyboard. Yes, I would love it when I would see people at the bar. They'll just roll it up like after showing off, and they'll flip their shaking screen. I'm like a Jack and Coke, please. And they'll go in there and they'll text messages right away. <laughs> dude, I've seen that all over the place, man. I've seen that Hollywood, L.A. That was weird. Dude, I, I, I wrote two pilots on my sidekick. What? Yeah. Dude, I wrote, I wrote I wrote a pilot for a TV show on my sidekick because it was the best. Dude. It was the best texting. The because you can use like both your fingers. It was like just it fit perfectly in your hand. I love my sidekick. Oh yeah, that is so cool, man. And you know what? Um, I still have Final Draft. Final Draft is a cool little you know um, screenwriting program. Yeah, so. Nice. Yeah, was, was that available as an app back then? No, huh? Or there was no app available. There, no app. there were no apps back then. There weren't apps available then. Wow, that's cool, man. You know what, dude? Sorry, wait. Come here, sorry. I accidentally uh, walked into my dog. <laughs> but that's cool, man. Sidekick, yeah. It'll always make that little noise, like almost like if it was going to transform into a robot. But <laughs> I, I wonder if you could still use those today. No, no, they, no. I was. I don't even think that programming would exist. You know, yeah, I don't even think it would even translate the new, the new stuff. Yeah, it's it, the software. It, it wasn't. It wasn't able to take in the new software. That's why, because. I, I kept it as long as I could. So um, I moved from my sidekick to a Galaxy 3, and I had no other option at that point because the sidekick was not. Like, it, it wouldn't handle the software. They were moving into touch screens and everything. So I missed the first two Galaxies, and I went from sidekick to Galaxy 3. Yeah, yeah. Those, those old phones can't take this technology of today. That's like having a a nice uh, girl that's in, like, junior and ho- and, and college trying to think she's all dope until she runs into Mandingo. 
been destroyed. Can't take it. Can't take it. They're, she'll just, they'll have like error code. <laughs> they'll have that error code in their eyeballs. <laughs> I, I didn't have I didn't have a um, a sidekick. I had the uh, the BlackBerry Curve. I was a BlackBerry guy. You know, I had. You know, I never really had. The, uh, I had a T-Mobile, the one screen that shifted, like it split up, and it exposed the keyboards. Oh yeah, yeah. That was like that was like a version of the Sidekick. Correct, it? but it didn't flip. It slid. It slid, yeah. Yes, it did. But yeah, the sidekick was actually pretty dope, man. I'm not gonna lie. I was over here. You're like, I didn't have a sidekick. I was a blackberry. <laughs> she was a blackberry. Yeah. Oh, she was one of those. Just like Albert. Yeah, I was a blackberry guy too. I loved it. No, but I, the I one because like blackberries because they had that little you know that in the middle, like a scroller, right? And yeah. wouldn't it ruin your thumb? No. No, I mean, the, no, the, I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah. And then, and then we huh. had BlackBerry Messenger, so we had our own personal little messenger. Exactly. <laughs> I, I would always tell people, That's I, cool. I, I would always tell people, I have BlackBerry Messenger, so anybody can message me, but nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I remember when I was first using yeah. AOL. Yeah, BBM. <laughs> How about when you're first using AOL Messenger? That was pretty cool. Like, wow, it really made me feel important back then. Right. Wow. Like somebody's I got a, trying I got to a message. Yeah. Well, that's like Nextel. Remember Nextel? You could just chirp somebody. Yeah, yeah. Instead of page, hey, yo, just chirp me, dog. Chirp me, chirp me, dog. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then everybody going bounty. That would make shit a lot easier. Just bring that shit back. <laughs> Yo, Albert, trip me, right? Trip me. I'll get back to you. Yeah, get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a text, you know what I mean? Just trip me. It's, just, it's like walkie talkie. Yeah. It's like ultimate walkie talkie. <laughs> but but that's what the, the evolution of the text was. It was the chirp, you know? It's just. Oh, yeah. We, we, we choose to answer that chirp right away. Some do, some don't. Then we, then we move to the emoji. Yeah, yeah, emoji. Yes, the overuse of the eggplant is is. I'm done. I'm over it, dude. I'm over the eggplant. I don't know. No more eggplant. The eggplant doesn't get used in my life, so I mean, it it doesn't show up. So <laughs> I, I should get the the pepino that's being cut in slices. <laughs> With some. Uh... Some, some lime and some fucking uh, goddamn it, what's the goddamn spice called? Cinnamon. You just talked about it. <laughs> Cinnamon spice. Cinnamon spice. I'm in the cupboard. I'm looking at the spices. Hey, also another thing you can't go wrong with Larry's uh, seasoning. Oh, All yeah. right. That's that's a staple. Yeah, that, that's. that's and 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 okay, your garlic so, salt. Okay, so see, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna openly admit this. Of us three, am I the only ones who have ever uh, stolen Red Robin uh, seasoning? Yes. Oh no, no. Are you crazy? That, I'm, I'm, yeah, I got two of them. Yeah, it got <laughs> it got so bad that they're starting to sell them. Well, you, no. If you if you notice in the restaurants, they never keep them full. They always keep them really low. 
So that way nobody's yeah. like, <laughs> like, no, I'm not, I'm, why am I going to take this much seasoning? <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, hey, just buy it for $10. That's so funny. Hey, is, that, is it just me? I'm not even one. Meanwhile, I'm like, yes, and everyone's like, no, and I'm like, oh, I guess that's just me. <laughs> oh, you're the only one ever that didn't never saw the fucking red rabbit. No, seasoning. why would I do that? You know, because it was a good seasoning. Then I'd buy it. <laughs> you know, like, they didn't sell it at the time. Oh no, I didn't. Okay. I just maybe I just this way back when, when remember when like when when it first came out it was like the big the big thing like uh, oh my god we gotta go to Red Robin <laughs> I can get a fried egg on my burger <sighs> their whiskey oh, yeah. chicken fried egg on the burger they had a really good chicken wrap that was uh, that that's amazing the whiskey river chicken wrap oh my god so good I although like I'm not a big steak fry guy. That that that's I love French fries, but the steak fries, it's too much, you know. But that's why they were willing to offer it as like a bottomless fries because they're so big and thick that it's like you're not going to get through a lot of fries. Like. <laughs> Dude, but you know another good one that I like is um, Have you been to Pizza Pizza Nista in LA and the Art District? No. No. They have a really good chili oil by my friend Al Machete. You got to try that there. That stuff's good. But don't take it. It's my buddies. <laughs> my buddies. <yeah. laughs> oh, it is. We stopped, we stopped stealing seasons. Okay. We're, we're older now, so we can stop stealing seasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're older now. I did it two weeks ago. <laughs> no. Now all my seasons. Yeah, now all my seasoning. <laughs> Now all my seasoning is all my condiments that I get from, uh, you know, the the different uh, stores and restaurants. The, those are my seasonings. The, the different to goes like you know. Uh, let's see here. I like the those stuff from Lava Grill. Well, I'm gonna wash my hands. I just came from that. I'm sorry. But yeah, the Lava uh, Grill seasoning, the Lava Grill, the the magic sauce, the chili oil. I'm a chili oil guy. I love chili oil. I don't even know what that is. I mean, I know what it is, but I mean, I, I, how would you even use it? Like, that? what do you, yeah, because like, what are you using chili oil? Like, chili oil to put on your Chinese food, like on your, your chow mein, your rice, all that good stuff. It's a really good condiment I get on either Waba Grill or there's a Chinese restaurant, like a Chinese takeout by my house off of Don Julian and, uh, Don Julian. And Puente, just right before Don Julian. Yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about. I I do because I, I live in I used to live in that area. Which is what Avocado Heights or North Whittier? Uh, I want to say Avocado Heights. Yeah. What is that name of that place? It was right by like Chefs, right? Which is which is oh, where the grocery warehouse is, the Alberts. Yeah, yeah. That is crazy. Yeah, but I like that spot. This spot's really nice. It's different, and they have this uh, pepper chicken that's to die for. 
So have you been uh, just uh, cooking up a storm now more than ever, or is is your cooking skills still, you know, what they were? Oh, no, yeah, they, they are. But I'm not cooking up a storm. I've just been doing a lot of R&D, <clears throat> which is, you know, research and development. And I've been working. I just recently made a red snapper Peruvian-style ceviche with chili amarillo and uh, yuzu, kosho, like a, like a Japanese-Peruvian-style. That came out pretty good. You know, did you guys try the ceviche that I bought that one day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a hit. Everyone loved it. I liked it, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one I used... Um, um, Logostinas, which is Argentinian red shrimp that's lobster, that has very lobster texture. And mm-hmm. I did this one with red snapper. So it was the same principle, same kind of mixture. I just added yuzu kosho, which is a fermented form of yuzu paste, like uh, the yuzu fruit. That was pretty cool. That was different. Very cool. Uh, yeah, man. Well, I got to make some samples again once, once we get together and Share them. Give you guys yeah. a couple of shells of dostadas. That way you can just enjoy and be like, what? Craving at 3 o'clock in the morning. Want to be give me a call? Like, Sorry, guys. I'm out. <laughs> like, that's how truck dealers do it. They'll give you that nice, quick little little taster. And all of a sudden, you start liking it. Then you start loving it. Then you can't live without it. And then there you go. Perpetual customers. <laughs> <laughs> Is is your yeah. plan to open up a restaurant eventually, or just do these um, kind of tastings and stuff? You know what? That's a very good question. There's a little uh, uncertainty in the air as far as where things are going to project, as far as how humanity is going to react to all this transition. Um, the, you know, the level of common sense applied to make sure that you know everything runs smoothly, and you know we we no longer have a peak of, of cases where it's starting to decline. I would like to do something like that, but I'd like to do a, a bodega style, having like a like a countertop to sell specialty meats, make sandwiches, you know, uh, make various different types of salsas that people could go and take home and enjoy for themselves. You know, have uh, specialty oils, spices, you know, artisan uh, breads. Hopefully, we can make our breads in house. You know, something like that. As far as a restaurant is concerned. Restaurants have its limitations. Restaurants do have, you know, uh, like it's a set menu. Of course, you got seasonal chefs that throw in seasonal type of, of dishes using stone fruits during a season, soft fruits during a season, you know. So if I could utilize those types of principles and have it like a bodega style, which is like like a market with a little, um, you know, uh, wine tasting area, I did have like a little cocktail bar too. So it's just those different variations are open, but we just have to see how they are once the, the legal actions start taking place, the location, because that, that, would kind of, that would kind of be beneficial because as a convenience, like a convenience store slash restaurant, maybe the bodega style that you're talking about. Yeah. You might, you know, you can do beer and wine. You're not doing hard liquor. So you do, you can do pairings with the food, like, you can, like, hey, you know, go to the fridge, grab this if you want to, you know, if you think, you know, this might work well with this uh, this food that you're about to eat type of thing. That actually kind of kind of gives a different ambiance to a, a convenience store slash restaurant type of thing because, you know, it's like you have the opportunity to go choose 
a different type of beer and stuff like that or wine to go along with your meal. Actually, not yeah, a bad idea. Absolutely. A perfect example of that is uh, Hacienda Meats. Have you been to Hacienda Meats right there off the Hacienda, right there next to the Sunset Room? Uh, no, I haven't, I, I haven't been out that way in a minute. Wow, you guys, you guys put that on your on your uh, homework assignments, man. Because that's exactly the kind of like the same style. Yeah, it's a Italian style, yeah. but they sell Italian meats, capicola, their uh, jerky there. I've 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 been there. I, I, they have good jerky. Yes, they do have good jerky there, and they have excellent sandwiches. They have coconuts. You can sit down. You can have a beer. So that's what I like to do. Just have something nice. Where, say, for instance, Henry just using a fictitious name. Hey, Henry, what's going on? I need to cook this and that. So here we go. I have this. I have a couple of select cuts of ribeye. We have um, this, these uh, deli salads that are available, whether it be a kale, uh, kale salad or a spinach uh, cranberry salad with feta cheese and a strawberry vinaigrette, you know, all that good stuff that you could do. So you could just have ready-made. It's like basically like a ready-made meal, except for the the, um, the steak. Cook that up and enjoy, you know, have some fresh bread. But there's also another store similar to that. It's called Howie's. Howie's uh, Meats. Produce. It's right there off of. It's in San Marino. It's off of San Gabriel and Lombardi, I think. But that's a really nice spot. That's where I got the red. Annabelle says Annabelle says we've been there. Huh? I used to work out there. Yeah, so you know what I'm talking about? Howie's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I go there after work because I'm working at Caltech over in Pasadena. Actually, it's Pasadena Marino, uh, San Marino area. And every time I go by, I'll just go in and pick up some nice cool breads and stuff and take home. I already got a nice uh, butter, which has, um, so, uh, what do you call it? Oh, it has, uh, yeah, real quick. So you had posted something about Flannery beef, right? Flannery beef? Yeah. Well, oh, on Instagram, right? you were with. On Instagram, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out Flannery beef. Flannery beef, it was like a, a prepackaged, like you can order meats to be delivered to you. I don't know. Maybe was it, was, it, was, was it was on my story or my post. It might have been your story, like somebody's story about Flannery beef. Or maybe it wasn't oh, No, it was it was him. It was it was you. I don't. I want to say it was from one of your stories, or or somebody like you know, like did you repost somebody's thing? Like oh yes, 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 yes. That's yeah. Flutter beef is like a prepackaged to order, um, similar to what my friend did from Hart and Trotter. Hart and Trotter is a, it's a whole animal butchery in the city of North Park. Okay, so uh, cause I was going to ask like. Have you ordered from them before? And it's like worth because it, it's kind of pricey, but it's all like dry aged beef and stuff. Yeah, you know, I have it personally because I like to support you know local butchery. There's a local butcher over here in the city of Whittier, off of uh, Whittier Boulevard and Peener. They are kind of like kosher, uh, but they're more uh, Christian Orthodox, like Russian Orthodox, and they treat they they have no pork products at all, but they have. Uh, they have tomahawk steaks, ribeyes, brisket, uh, uh, tri-tip, uh, specialty, um, beef, uh, kielbasa, beef ribs, like really, really good. Nice rubs. Really, really awesome stuff. And then also there's, um, Moises is, uh, from Lewis's Butchery or Lewis's Butchery or whatever, or, uh, I forget. I always, always get those names mixed up. 
Because they, they have that dry-aged beef, and I, I, I don't know many places where you can get dry-aged beef. And I've never, I, I can honestly, I've never tried dry-aged like beef. So is it worth what what it would cost? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, of course. Of course it is. And uh, if you haven't had it, I would, ha- I would recommend you to go and try it first, and then uh, kind of uh, uh, practice at home or do something at home. Because... You know, cooking those types of, of meats are a little temperamental. You know, um, I still keep my my meats medium rare to rare, as long as it has a good sear, and especially depending on how thick it is. I just like to have it that way. Um, I believe a uh, well done steak shouldn't be enjoyed. No, 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 no. Because no. you can't. Yeah, you can't I'm, I'm very, I'm very medium rare guy. Yeah, just just buy yourself a thick cut beef jerky and enjoy it. Just have it try and have at it. Cut it with a fork and knife. <laughs> well, guys, well, guys, uh, we've reached the end of uh, this show. Uh, thank you again, Chris, for coming on. And remember, Tuesday. Oh, absolutely. Thank you again. Thank you again for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, and Tuesday, make sure to go check them out on Instagram Live. <laughs> Um, and follow him on Instagram uh, at the Driscoll Kid. We check out his show on Tuesday, five PM, where he's cooking the tacos. Oh yeah, yeah, Mexico in a bottle. I'll be cooking over Mexico in a bottle's uh, Instagram. Yeah, so, that'd be cool. So um, now, at the end of the show, what we do is we give out our final cheers. So you could cheers to whoever you'd like. Uh, David, you can go first. Ah, uh, okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Cheers to God. I don't know. I didn't think about this one because, um, like, I, I don't want to keep using the same thing over and over again. Um, cheers to the innovators. Um, cheers to the people who are doing things that they did not want to do, like like the Driscoll kid over here who started doing his interviews and things like that, kind of opening up the world to different things. It's like there's a lot of people who are who have had time to you know explore more, do more videos, uh, be more creative. So cheers to the people who have utilized this situation. Uh, for the better. Awesome. Annabelle, did you have a, a, a cheers? Are you talking to me? Or uh, Annabelle? Yes. Uh, I, there you go. Annabelle? She, she has no cheers in this time. Okay. Uh, Chris, you? your final cheers? Uh, I would do my final cheers to those who have compromised immune systems and are doing the best they can to, uh, you know, be still in the comfort of their home, doing the best they can. Um, you know, I know it's difficult, you know, and uh, I know that my mom is, uh, you know, struggling too right now. But, you know, the encouragement that I have for people who do have these conditions with their immune system, that's just to hang in there, hang in there, you know. Uh, like I said, you know, the buzzword is what we, we will all – get through this together and I do believe that 100% and yeah this cheers is for, for all those who have compromised immune systems and they're keeping it strong cheers 
My final cheers goes out to nonstick cooking spray. Um, <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, yes. Cheers to that because that makes cleaning up so much more easier, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and cooking so much easier. So uh, that, that, that's actually, you know what's really funny is I actually just bought some at the store and Anna was like, "What this?" I go, "No, I don't want to keep cooking with butter and stuff." So I was trying to think of you're like, "Oh, non cook, not uh, cooking spray." Got it. It's amazing. Well, you butter. Yeah. Yes. So uh, thank you again, uh, Chris, for coming on. Really appreciate it. David, thank you again, and until next time, we are out of here. Later. Cheers, everybody. Hey, you guys be well. Cheers. Make it a good day, guys. I'll be in contact. All right. Cool. Thank you. Appreciate it.